Welcome back, everyone, to A to Z Podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything Ultraman under the sun. I am John and Orgaim, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Sluice, the science scientist, the dimensional doctor, and the madman with no plan. And today, we are going to be talking about some news. That's right. So, But before we talk about any news, we got a little bit of housekeeping we kind of need to take care of. Uh, we haven't we've, recorded. Uh, yeah, we haven't been here in a few months. I know, I know we weren't super consistent before, but it's been really rough. There is a kind of a reason for that. Yeah, and I'm not going to get too much into detail, but I feel like y'all are deserved at least some explanation um, I was in a significant, almost near-fatal car accident, but everyone's good now. But because of that, I had a lot of stuff I had to take care of, and it, there was just a lot of things that I needed time to deal with. But everything's good now, so hopefully we can work towards a more regular schedule. That's our goal, That's but right. no promises. We're, we're back, baby. <laughs> And that means we're going to be doing one episode a day for the next month. No, I'm kidding. No, that that's would, not going to happen. That would literally kill me. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, we are back and to ease our way back in. And since it's been a while, we're going to be talking about some of that good there news. So, that's right. We've missed quite a lot. A lot's happened. We'll talk about briefly what's already come and passed. Obviously, we won't be doing speculation because it's already over with. But there is still some stuff coming up, so hey, let's get on to it. So the first thing That's right. uh, we're talking about. Yeah, the first about... thing, the first thing is kind of like a recap on some of the Mill Creek, Mill Creek releases that we've had. Um, I think around the last couple times, or the the last couple uh, releases we had last time, I think were the Ultraman eighty DVD set and the the Ultraman. 1979 anime set i think those were the last ones we kind of talked about and we've had quite a lot of releases since then and then not Um, only that we've had news for upcoming releases as well that's true um so first off we had the ultraman zero the chronicle uh set which i have some complaints (laughs) um so, do you remember when we got news for the first two Zero Blu-ray sets? I remember and, you were very excited. Right, and remember how I said that it was missing Ultra Zero Fight? Yes, I do vaguely remember that. Right, well, remember when I said that... If it were me, I would release Ultraman Zero The Chronicle with Ultra Zero Fight included so that it would be a reason to purchase this series. Because, you know, this is kind of like a clip show series of all of Zero's stuff put together. And then they kind of did that, except it's still two different DVD sets. I didn't do that, though. Oh, no? Because it's not right. Uh, explain. They don't have Ultra Zero Fight in its entirety. It's not included in its entirety. It's included as 
part of two episodes of the um, clip show series where the first episode is part one truncated to about five minutes. So it's it's about an hour long. So Ultra Zero Fight has two parts. And both of them are kind of like 45 minutes to an hour long. But the first part was truncated to just the last like five minutes or so. And then part two was shown in its entirety. So you don't even get the entirety of Ultra Zero Fight. And that is very annoying to me. <laughs> That's a really bizarre way to do it, like, at all, anyway. Yep, and to pour some salt in the wound, it's stacked discs. Oh, right, they don't even have, like, their own little leaflets, because it's not Blu-ray, right? No, it is. This is Blu-ray, and a lot of times they have, like, the Blu-ray that has, like, the four slot, uh, the, the case that has the four slots, where... You know, it's got the little two-sided thing in the middle. It's got one on the left cover, one on the right cover, and then the little thing that's two-sided in the middle. Right. Oh, but and that... it holds four discs. Oh, but this is like the one where it's like, it's four discs, but they're all in the same little peg, essentially. Well, sort of. It's the two pegs, so two of them are stacked on each other. And collectors just don't like stacked discs because it makes it easier for, to be damaged. I mean, yeah, it's it's a silly way to do it anyway. It's like there's a lot of risk of breaking things. That longer peg likes to grip the discs. Yeah, and when you're trying to pull the disc off, you could snap it in half. Um, it's It's frustrating. So... Would I recommend this release? Ah, I mean, it's if still you want to be a completionist, if you want to be a completionist, maybe. But, I recommend it. It's still zero. Yes, but if you get the other two releases, you're getting everything that's included in this. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I, yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. So, I mean. I bought it anyway because I'm a Ultraman Zero fanboy, but this might be one of the first ones I can honestly say I might not recommend because there's just too many issues with it. But Which is rather unfortunate. It is, and I wish... Basically, I looked into it, and they don't have the rights to release Ultra Zero Fight. For some reason, because it was originally aired in a clip show series called Ultraman Retsuden, and it debuted in that. For So for some reason, there's like copyright gray area that made it to where they couldn't release it in its entirety and they could only release it in this clip showed version. I don't know. It, it's just annoying. But otherwise, it's a great watch. 
Yeah, um, I hate to have to be negative about it, but... Especially since he's your favorite. I mean, it always right. sucks when, like... I mean, you're always going to be more hypercritical of the thing you like the most, but at the same time with this one, they clearly did some, uh... A practice that doesn't seem conductive to making a clean and concise release. Right. But other than that, I, I would say that's probably the only negative I have to mention with the Mill Creek releases, because they've been absolutely crushing it. Um, just recently, like the past week or so, uh, Superior 8 Ultra Brothers and Ultra 7X were both released on Blu-ray, and mine just came a couple of days ago. Oh, uh, have we not hit the uh, time yet where we're going to stop getting Blu-rays, and like it's only going to be like DVD? Or I is... believe I believe these are the last Blu-rays. Ah, I see. A tad unfortunate, but hey, you know, at least these are going to be good, right? Right, yeah. So Superior 8 Ultra Brothers is a film that I don't know if it takes place during Mebius or after Mebius, but is a Mebius-related film that has a lot of the Showa-era actors returning and reprising their roles, as well as Tiga, Dinah, and Gaia are in there. I don't know if their actors are in there, but the suits are in there. So I don't... It's supposed to be a really good film... I haven't watched it, and I'm going to wait until I watch the respective series to watch it. But a lot of people really like it. Yeah, I mean, understandable. I've kind of been doing that with uh, Ultraman a little bit, because Tubi is a wonderful resource. It is. I really want them to go ahead and put Tiga, Dinah, and Gaia on Tubi, because it just make it so much easier for me to watch them. I own them, but TV time is a lot easier when I can watch it on my computer and not have to have a TV, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, uh, well, I'm having a slow day at the office. There's not a lot of work coming in, so let's just watch an episode of something. Right. So the other release was Ultra 7X, which I got to be honest, don't know too much about it. I do know it was a shorter series, like 12 or 13 episodes, and it's a canon sequel of Ultra 7, where Ultra 7 merges with a new host and is like a little side story kind of thing. So, And he's actually an Ultraman this time, instead of just a, he might be the same race. <laughs> Right. Did I, s I... I said that right. I said Ultra 7, right? You said Ultra 7X. Okay, making sure I didn't say Ultraman 7. Because that's not right. Um. Yeah, so... The next release... Is Ultraman Mebius... And his included films... Are going to be on DVD... May 24th. So this is where, like you mentioned, we're starting to get to everything else is going to be on DVD because they're not... Mill Creek is not allowed to release them on Blu-ray yet because whether it's they don't have 
HD remasters, or they do and it hasn't been released on Blu-ray yet in Japan, or there's other factors that it could be, but basically, for them to be able to release everything else, it has to be on DVD for now, and then in the future, when they get the rights to release it on Blu-ray, they will turn around and re-release it on Blu-ray. But they're releasing it on DVD so we have everything released. And some people are upset that it's not on Blu-ray, but I get it, and I'm just glad we have it, period. But for Mebius, it comes with not just the series, but it comes with Ultraman Mebius Gaiden Hikari Saga. So that's a side story about Hikari. Um, Ultraman Mebius Gaiden Armored Darkness. Don't know what that is. Uh, Wait, Ultraman... is Hikari just from Mebius? Is that where he debuted in? Yeah, he's kind of like a secondary writer kind of thing. Oh, I see. I, I wasn't really sure where he comes into play. Like, I figured he was like a secondary in something. But I didn't know for sure. And yeah, obviously, I've never seen Mebius, so... Right, yeah, he's from Mebius. Um, and then there's Ultraman, Mebius, Gaiden, Ghost Reverse. And then the film Ultraman, Mebius, and Ultra Brothers. So... Mebius seems to have had a lot of content. Do people, like, really like Mebius? Or is he another yeah. one of those where he was made in a time where we needed to keep pushing one thing to make money? Um... Maybe a little of column A, a little of column B. But Mebius was like a love letter to the Showa era. So it was a lot of a fan favorites. Because in Mebius itself, the Showa era Ultras return. And then in... I don't know about this movie, but... One of the Mebius movies, whether it's the Superior 8 Ultra Brothers or if it's the Ultraman Mebius and the Ultra Brothers, Probably I don't that know one. which one, but basically they have some of the cast returning. I've seen clips of like an old um, Hayata and an old Dan Moriboshi transforming. So they they get the actors back, so that's really cool. And I've heard from people who wa have watched Mebius, that it is like a love letter to the Showa era, and if you love the Showa era Ultras, then you're going to love Mebius. So that's why I'm kind of going through the Showa era Ultras right now, and then after I finish that, then I'm going to watch Mebius. Because I think, personally, I will get more enjoyment out of Mebius having seen the Showa era um, Ultras. I mean, I feel you on that too. I like to watch the shows, like especially if I can stomach them in order. Right. And um, I mean, and the original Ultraman, we finally finished that. I mean, that was a while ago now, but we did finish it. So, or right. I finished it, and you finished it with me because you happened to be around for the last few episodes. Right. But and, yeah, no, um, I still, even at the end, I will agree that the old Ultraman shows were good. So. Yeah, and uh, I've at this point I've seen Ultraman, Ultra Seven. Um, and Ultraman Leo. Um, and I'm going to start Return of Ultraman at some point. But that's, let's see, after that, that'll be Ace, Taro, and 80 left. So I'm, I'm, 
around halfway between the Showa era, so we're getting there. Right on. But, yeah, so... I, don't know, I thought I had a point, and then I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good, bro. Um, Moving on, we got announcements for the next two releases after the Mebius release. These are both are going to be on DVD, so we've got... I'm excited the, for this first one. We've got the Ultraman Zass 1 and 2 DVD combo pack. So wait, they, they made it two DVDs, but they still bundled them together. Well, I don't know if both films are going to be on a single disc or if it's going to be two discs, but it's a it's a combo pack in the sense that it has both movies on it. Okay, sure, why not? I mean... The, we're just arguing semantics at this point, but... I mean, hey, however they want to do it, seems like i feel like they could have put that even on a dvd on one disc because the earth stuff's not long well i mean if, if it's if it, if they put it on one disc or two disc it doesn't really matter it's still one release you know true at least it's still just one release i don't have right, any complaints about it i'm just wondering why they did it this way i mean would you have rather have bought two separate movies and bought Zayas 1 and Zayas 2? No. Well then... I, uh, but I just said I wasn't complaining. I, I'm just confused by your... Uh, apprehension's not the correct word, but you were you seemed taken aback by it. And I, I was I'm not so much taken aback. Why. I just find it strange they're doing it this way when I feel like they could do it as one disc. But I mean, it's still well, bundled in be. one package, so it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it legitimately might be one disc. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying you get both movies for this release. I don't, I don't know if they're gonna put it on one disc or two discs, and, and it doesn't really matter to me. But uh, it's a, they're good movies. They're really funny. They are indeed. I. Definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, um, and I highly recommend people you you pick these up. So, as as just standard, I recommend all of these Mill Creek releases, with the exception of maybe the Zero Chronicle disc, because if you buy the other two, you've got pretty much the same thing. And um. They're in, like, movie form and not cut up as, um, clip show episodes. And then, the the second release that they announced was Ultraman Kids 3000, the complete series. And both of these have a tentative release date of June 28th. No. And they're both on Ultraman DVD. What is Ultraman 3000? Is this like one of those animated things that you've shown me? This is the animated thing that you said looked like Nightmare Fuel. I will keep the sentiment, but I don't remember what you're talking about. Um, remember where they have their, like... 
children, but they have faces. Like the ultras are kids? Yeah. Um, I'm going to send you a picture real quick. Um, obviously, this is not something we could put in there because it's a audio podcast, but... Maybe if you are on the YouTube channel, I might put it up. I don't know. That's just going to be more work for you. <laughs> it's uh, not that much more work. I don't know. That's up to you. And then... Shameless plug, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's right. Oh gosh, this thing. Okay, yeah. Now I remember. In yeah. fact, I have not watched this, but I remember the poster. Yeah, I remember showing you maybe just images at that point, and you said, this is nightmare fuel. I don't share the same sentiment. I don't think it's creepy. I think it's cute. I don't know. It <laughs> Well, just Google a picture of him, you guys, if like you're listening to like one of the other sites, but it's just weird to me. Like maybe that's just me. It might just be me. But I, well, I don't no, know. No, it's not just you cuz I've heard other people make the exact same um like opinion that they also find it creepy, but I don't understand what people it, my only guess is that it's like triggering people's uncanny valley a little bit, and it's like freaking them out a little bit. But that's to me, it doesn't look creepy. It looks cute. I don't know. I think it's a bit like they're trying too much to make parts of the helmets be facial features, and that's like what's doing it weird. Oh. Well, I think Ultraman Graffiti does the the chibi cute. A whole lot better. Is that but, the one that's like the um the domino thing? No, that was the M seventy eight theater special, but that also does it better. Um, the graffiti is the salary man one where he's on the the train. Oh, that one, yeah, and like he hangs out with like Zeton and stuff, right? Right, right. Yeah, both yeah, of yeah, those, both of those do it better. I agree, but we're not getting those released, and we're getting this released. So I'm gonna buy it. You know, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. But hey, Super Riot, w- release the chibi that we want, the chibi that we deserve. <laughs> I mean, if they did a uh, Ultraman Graffiti and Ultraman um, M78 theater special release or the Ultra Nyan um, 1 and 2 set, if they release all of those, I'll buy them all. Do a whole big combo pack of all the animated specials. But anyway, um, I think we kind of said yeah. what we were going to say on that. So. Yeah, well, that's all that. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, Next moving is, on. Uh... Basically, I was thinking, you know, they've released so many. What else do we have left? And I remember I did a huge kind of list I maybe we had around a... a year ago. Yeah, I thought we had a spreadsheet we had at one point. Yeah, we did. And... 
we've gotten quite a lot on that list, and we've also gotten confirmation of some of the stuff not being released. But basically what we know for certain that is going to be released is Ultraman Max on DVD, the complete series, Ultraman Nexus, the complete series, along with Ultraman the Next film, Ultraman Cosmos, and all of his films, of which there are many, and Ultraman Neos, which is a short 12th episode miniseries that I just recently watched. And you said these are the ones that are definitely confirmed, like we're getting all of these, them. These are the ones that are definitely confirmed. But anything other than this, it's like, we don't know. Is that right? Anything other than this, we either have confirmation that they do not have the rights to it, or we do not have confirmation one way or the other, and it's up in the air. But this is what we have left that we know for a fact they're releasing. I mean, there's still some really Dude, good ones left. Like, I'm excited I know. for Cosmos and um, Nexus. I'm, I'm excited for all of these. I hear Max is really good, too. I don't think I've ever heard anything about Max. Like, I don't think you've ever talked to him to me, so I don't really well, know. I I haven't seen any of it. Um, But there are several episodes that people talk about being some of the best episodes of Ultraman. Like, there's an episode where the character goes back in time and meets Tsuburaya as a child. And it's like some weird <laughs> kind of like Twilighty Zone kind of thing where huh, that it's like familiar. a self-fulfilling prophecy that kind of that uh, creates his own creation or something. I don't know. But apparently it's supposed to be really good. And it's a more traditional Ultraman. It came out directly after Nexus. And you know how different a departure Nexus was. Oh boy, do I. They, they, they stirred the ship really hard and went really traditional Ultraman with Max. I think that's a fair thing to do. Like, I don't know how well Nexus did. I liked it, but it certainly is a, um, it's different. Yeah. And you haven't finished it yet. I have, but Nexus, in my opinion, is good, and I like it for what it is, but if it was the direction that Ultraman went as a whole, I wouldn't be happy with it, but... As a one-off, I enjoy it. I think that's the thing is, like, departures are nice. Uh, but as a whole, yes, yeah, so sometimes, like, maybe, like, okay, this was an experiment we did this year, and it's done. Let's move on. Yeah. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. You got anything else you want to say? Well, I'm hoping that when we get to the end, that's the time when Mill Creek goes back to Subaraya and knocks on their door and be like, Hey, um, you know the stuff that's released since we struck our deal? Let's get a deal for that now. That's my hope. Oh. Ultraman Z? Yeah, let's, oh yeah, that's Trigger. really cool. I would really like to see like the uh, new generation stuff start getting Milky releases or something like that. 
Yeah, the stuff that's been after Rube. But um, did Rube get one? I can't remember. Yeah, Rube is the newest one that they got. Okay, yeah. Well, I didn't really finish Taiga, so that'd be nice to like. Yeah. Maybe go back and watch that again. Right. Okay. Um. Another interesting thing is we got uh, the Ultraman YouTube channel passed 2 million subscribers on YouTube, and they had a nice uh, live stream with uh, two mini stage shows and uh, two Q&A sections with uh, some of the Ultra actors. And it was really, I, I was unable to watch it the time it aired, and you were streaming when it airs, because that stuff always happens on Friday night, and you're always streaming at that time. Yes, so, it's all unfortunate. I have to do what I can when I can, but hey, I enjoy it. Come check right. me out. Dr. Swift's Twitch TV. That's right. Um, Shameless plug. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Uh, the... But the best thing about that is they've been re-uploaded to YouTube, and I think they're still there. They were the last time I checked, so if they're still up there, you can go and watch them, and they've subbed everything. So you, you've got the stage show subbed, so you understand the dialogue. They've got the Q&As subbed, so you can understand the questions and answers and it's it's great it's a great time i highly recommend going over there giving them likes giving them a subscribe go, giving them a you know uh, the watch time go and check it out showing them support directly through their youtube channel shows them that there is a western audience for Ultraman, and that the more we engage with their platform, the more they're willing to give us more stuff to engage with. So yeah, I highly recommend to everyone going and subscribing, liking, watching, commenting, all the things uh, go, you do go on YouTube. Ring their bell, subscribe to their premium. No, you don't have to subscribe. Actually, I don't even think they have a YouTube Red, do they? I uh, don't know anything about YouTube Red. Yeah, well then let's just go with no. But yeah, go go interact with their stuff. If they get a lot of views, then that means they'll probably put more up stuff. Yeah, and money. um, as you know, they put out the new series shows on YouTube thirty minutes after they air in Japan, which is absolutely insane. I just please Toei. For the love of God, please take some of the path Superaya has laid out for you. I mean, they've got to see it's been working. And, like, with some of their series lately kind of falling off, looking at you, Sentai, uh, you know, now might be a good chance to be like, hey, let's officially release this so we can pull in that sweet, sweet foreign revenue. Well, Sentai, there's still some weird, like, legal gray area with Hasbro now that they're they're a little gun shy about or I guess that's the phrase. They're a little they're a little um nervous to kinda 
jump in on that because there's some there's some weird gray areas with Hasbro, but the common rider, they've got no problems throwing that in at full uh force. You know, they should they should be treating common rider like Superia treats Ultraman and give everything. Which we're getting some stuff and we'll talk about it towards the end of the the episode, we are getting some stuff, but Super Raya is just killing it with so much content. And yeah, this is a way it's like, hey, you've seen this is working. Why don't you do the same thing? Nobody's going to accuse you of being a copycat. We want this. That's right. Um. So go go support that, and while you're over there, go to our YouTube channel and give us a, a subscribe. Um, Shameless plug. Right. Um, another cool thing that happened, they actually announced this during that live stream and then happened a little way, a little uh, time after. I think it was March 18th is the day it came out, but Ultraman Trigger Episode Z, the film, opened in Japanese theaters on March 18th, and we were able to rent it for $5 to watch it the same day that it released in Japanese theaters at home on our computers with English subtitles. This oh, is insane. Really, really nice. I was like, hey, we, we got it, and it just came out. We have to wait half a year somebody to maybe get a rip no 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 no, no, nothing illegal had to happen we got it legally heck yeah i am blown away by the amount of stuff they're able to give us now just give us more i'm just so excited about it what else can they give Um, us they're pretty much giving us almost everything at this point i know just keep it coming (laughs) don't let up exactly it, um, it is the time for Ultra to take the uh, America by storm. Let's go. Yeah. Or all the and, other European countries that are now also able to do things. Well, and you also got to realize, too, uh, when I say Western audience, I mean non-Japanese audience. Um, there are tons of English-speaking Asian countries that are benefiting from this, too, because they haven't been able to get a lot of the stuff translated in their language. So by getting it translated to English, they're able to watch a lot of the stuff that they weren't able to, you know? So it's not just America. It's all over the world are able to enjoy this stuff now. And also, it was $5 when... It happens, but I think that was kind of like an early bird price because if one you can still rent it, and but it's seven dollars. But still, that's still less than a f- I, uh, movie ticket. I would also like to point out, um, it's not pay per view; it's a two day rental, right? Right. It's a vod you can watch as many times as you want pause um rewind 
and you can watch it as much as you want in that two-day period. But actually, um, the $5 one was two days. I think the $7 one is longer than two days, but I'm not 100% on that. But you at least have two days. Oh, well, hey, if it's longer, that's even better. Right. right? So, hey. Yeah. There you go. You can watch so, it, tell your friends about it, have them all come over, have a movie night, watch it together. Yeah, so that's UltramanConnection.com, and they're free to set up a, an account, so... Go do that. And this seems to be the way that Super Riot is going to be interacting with the English market. A lot of these things are going to be Ultraman Connection. Um, I forgot to write this down, but we also found out that the Absolute Conspiracy, or not the Absolute Conspiracy, that was the one that's already out, the Destiny Crossroads, um, it's originally a ultra uh, no Super Raya Imagination. That's the Japanese streaming service. It was going to be a Super Raya Imagination exclusive, and we're going to be able to watch it through Ultraman Connection. So okay, that's good. Basically, yeah, I whatever. Being sad about it because we thought we weren't going to get it on um, the YouTube channel or like at all. Right. But right. I mean, I mean I'm sad because I can't watch it for free. But I understand. I'm like, I would. Yeah, I'll pay for that. Sure. I mean, I'm willing to pay for this. Like, this is what I want. It's like I want this content, and for the longest time we haven't been able to buy it. So the yeah, fact like, what am I going to do? Not pay for the content when I want to? Uh, when I've been asking for it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We've been asking for this, so of course I'm throwing my money at it. So, and, and, it, and it's affordable. It's not like they're asking an arm and a leg for it, you know? So, that's another exciting thing to look forward to. I don't have the specific details, but they, they've they told us that it's it's on its way. Um, Speaking, speaking of, of things, things that's that are, on its way... Exactly, that's exactly what I was getting at. Speaking of things that are on its way, we have the next Ultraman revealed. We have Ultraman Decker, New Generation Dyna, for June 2022. So yeah, it looks like they're keeping up the theme. So we're probably going to get a New Generation show one more time after this, probably? Yeah, probably New Generation Gaia. And then hopefully after that, they'll kind of switch gears and do something else. Because I don't want a new generation Cosmos, new yeah, generation Mebius. Like, I'm still excited for the show, but I'm kind of already done with the new generation shows. Especially since uh, the new one, his like her Decker's whole thing is he's going back to cards again. Mm-hmm. For like the gimmick stuff. Right. I mean, it's still going to be a little bit different than it's been because every time they do cards, it's a little different. And I don't just mean like in the uh, transformation device. Because this time it's like monster cards, isn't it? Yeah, but um, every time they did cards, they have monster cards as well. Because Orb had monster cards and regular cards. Um, X had monster cards mainly, but they, they also had the ultra cards as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess it's closer to so, X then. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so his like how Trigger was the new generation version of Tiga, this is Decker is the new generation version of Dinah. So his forms are very reminiscent of Dinah's forms. Uh, there's Decker Flash type, Decker Strong type, and Decker Miracle type. Um, they are a lot more detailed than the Dinah suits. Um, Tiga's... They got the new generation treatment for the old suit. Right, right, right. So Tiga's original three colors, or three suits, were just color swaps. So it was the multi-type, which was both the purple and the um, red. And then you had the the sky type, which was all purple. And then the... What was the... Power type. Power type, thank you. Which was all red. So it was just a color swap. Then Trigger, thankfully, took that, but they made each suit different so that it's not just a repaint. So, Decker definitely did that, where there are a lot more intricate designs as opposed to just color repaints. Yeah, and speaking of designs, um, I don't know anything about uh, Dinah, but did he have an asymmetrical suit? Because Decker does, and I think it looks really neat. Um, no, he didn't. He didn't have an asymmetrical design. But the little thing that's on his forehead, the little point, was a different color for each suit. So the regular one was gold. When he was in the blue form, it was blue. And then whenever he was in the red form, it was red. And if you notice, uh, Decker has like a cosmos kind of like galaxy pattern in both his chest and his forehead. And whenever he changes forms, the cosmos pattern in his forehead changes to that color associated with that form. So it's similar to that in that nature. It also appears, too, that um, in the different forms, like the cosmos pattern changes shape. That's pretty neat. Right. And I do really enjoy the asymmetric arm design. Um, it's something that Ultra doesn't do often, and trying to think of it now, I can't think of one that is asymmetric. Other than Fudaram uh, from uh, the, the bad guy, the blue bad guy from Trigger, he had an asymmetric design. But that's the only thing I can think of that had an asymmetric design. I may be wrong. Um, but the designs are great. The And as you said, there's cards. So he has a the transformation device. Oh, God. Dinah's, Dinah's original transformation device yeah. was a stone, like, brick. And it had that face that is in the Decker one at the bottom. And then he pressed a button and the little thing flipped out so it's similar to what the new one is but it just looked like a poop log i mean this thing but the new one looks so silly well it looks so much better than <laughs> dinah's actual thing i mean i guess it, it looks better cool but like guys this like if you see it 
Also, the it's, name of it, too. Well, well, let's well, say, we'll what did they call it, Gaim? What did they name the transformation device for Decker? They named it the D-Flasher. They named it the D-Flasher. And it already looks silly. Look. They're doing their best. And sometimes um, you just get a miss. But come on, guys. Yeah. It's, a, it's an unfortunate name. They should have... Ran that by an English speaker. Like, come on, guys. Like, really? Um, but the the little part that flips up has a cool LED on it that changes color depending on which card you put in it. And the back of... So the, the cards are the Ultraman uh, form that he's changing into. And the back of the form is the Cosmos pattern. So... When you put the card in it, it shows the Cosmos pattern through the device. There's like an opening that it shows through. So I thought that was kind of a neat uh, design touch. And we've we've seen that. We've seen the the card holder. There's more cards and card packs, the vinyls, etc. We kind of got... The initial dump of information. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready and for the uh, the official Decker card book to hold the cards and display them. It probably won't happen, but hey, it'd be neat. They did one for Orb, I think. They? Oh, well, maybe I we'll get so. one. Probably. Um, they... We also got... I don't remember the dude's name, and I didn't write it down. But we saw the host our main character of Decker we've seen him and we were told that it is a sequel series to Trigger and it takes place 10 years after Trigger's ending I mean at least our boy is back kind of so hey but he probably won't be in it you know is he though we don't know if he's going to be in it or not we just know it takes place I in he Trigger's was universe. I didn't say he was in it. Uh, that's true. Um, well, from what I understand loosely, I don't know much about Tiga and Dinah because I haven't seen them. But from what I understand, Dinah also was a sequel series to Tiga in the sense that it took place 10 years after Tiga in the same universe. But I don't think the Tiga characters were in it, so to speak. So I don't know how much we're going to um, cross over, but I have a theory. You want to hear my theory? Yeah, please enlighten us. What is your theory on how they're going to cross over? Remember when... I got the Guts Falcon toy. Oh, right. Oh, I know where you're going with this. But yes, continue. And I made an observation that there were connection ports on the back of the Guts Falcon that were not being used. And thought, huh, when the Nurse Dese comes out, I wonder if this will connect to the Nurse Dese and make, like a head or an attack or a tail or something or just docks to it anything really or well it does dock to it but it uses different posts 
So I was curious to see, and then when we got, when I got the Nurse essay, I was like, huh, these ports are still not being used. So I was thinking maybe they're going to do like a second ship that combines to it. Well, that never happened. But since we know that it, this is being connected to that, now I'm thinking the ship for Decker is going to be that thing that combines to uh, Guts Falcon. Because if you noticed in the trailer that we got that showed off the forms and the host, they also show the Guts Falcon and the Nurse Desse present. So I'm thinking both of these things are going to carry over. A, they don't have to build a new set for a ship. They've got the Nurse Desse set already, and they don't have to build All they a have new to do one. is like update it somewhat. Exactly. They don't have to build a new one. That's just going to save some production money there. And... I completely think, okay, maybe this is the thing that's going to connect to that, and that's going to be the new thing. I'm excited to find out, because I like them. They're fun. They're fun toys. And that's my Indeed. theory. Indeed. Yeah, and I, I do agree. Also, I can't remember, didn't um, Dinah have something like that as well? They, well, at that time, the... The ships didn't really transform all that much. They didn't do. But I'm saying Dinah had like an upgraded version of the Guts Falcon or whatever their. Right, 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 right. They they were called um, Super Guts. Yeah, so it was Guts for Tiga, and then they were called Super Guts. So they definitely had ship, right? They had different ships for sure, but I think they also had, I could be mistaken, I, I really don't know enough about it to say, but... Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But I, I'm excited to find out, and I'm excited to find out more information about Decker, and um, while I didn't enjoy T uh, Trigger that much... As a whole, there were a lot of things I really enjoyed, and I really enjoyed towards the end and the movie. So I like Trigger. I I don't dislike Trigger. It was just there was a lot of things that I didn't like about it, but I'm excited to see where Decker goes and. All right, well, we can save I'm, all I'm that excited. for another day. That, that's, exactly. a whole, that's a whole topic we'll delve into. Two hours. For sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, when we finally end up talking about Trigger, I'll go in more depth. But um, moving on, um, Shin Ultraman has a release in Japan of May 13th. Or, sorry, yeah, Friday the 13th. Dun, dun, dun. So, like, a month from now in Japan. Yeah. But um, that's not for us. Like, we know we're getting it as a movie. Th like, they did confirm that. Do right? we, though? Do we, though? I, I know you mentioned that. I know you mentioned that to me. And that somebody else mentioned that to me. But then I did some research, and I could find no official sources on that. So, 
I am saying it's rumored that we're getting a theatrical release, but it is not confirmed that we are getting a theatrical release. I assume we are because Shin Godzilla got a limited uh, United States theatrical release in 2016. So I would assume even if it's in a limited capacity or we pay them 10 bucks to watch it on Ultraman Connection, which I'm fine with either well, way. Well, I mean, I'll definitely do it on Ultraman Connect if that's the option. I'd rather but see it I'd, on the big screen, absolutely. Yeah, big screen. You can't beat it, and, like, Ultraman Big Boy needs to be seen on the big screen. No, I completely agree. But if they are not getting a U.S. theatrical run, I would rather watch it this way than not having watched it at all. You get me? Well, I think so, I think I might be in the well. Cool, you've given me a taste, but now give me the whole meal. Keep keep giving me what I want. Situation, Subaraya, come on. Well, I get that, but I just want to see it. I'm excited for the film. Yeah, same. No, I I do want to see it as well. And speaking of rumors and stuff with the Shin things, uh, we also saw like we don't really know if it's gonna be anything at this time. Like, there's still been no more news on it. But I would like to bring up like the Shin Universe uh, poster that. Did we did get it? It's just a poster. It's not anything related to it that had a uh, Shin Godzilla, uh, Shin Ultraman, and uh, Shin Common Rider on it. Uh, and I think Evangelion that's... as well, right? Yeah, it was. But when people, when that dropped, everyone got their hopes up. And if you saw a lot of the articles being written, it was like Shin. Blah blah blah, brand new um, cinematic universe. Throw in the tagline of MCU for clickbait. Um, that's not what this is. It's not even a actual like media production. That's not what this is. This is a clothing slash product line. It's a poster for a pop-up shop that'll eventually pop up and they will sell crossover shin merch cups shirts stationery um keychains etc probably vinyls and that's what this is now that's not to say that a crossover special can't happen or that it's off the table. But that's not what this was. To be fair though, if um even if it wasn't, it generated a lot of buzz. So No, I get it. So but it could be my, a thing my, too, that's like, well, we didn't consider that. Uh but seeing how accidentally people got excited for it, maybe. No, absolutely. And like I said, it doesn't mean that that can't happen. It's just a lot of people got excited over something that wasn't what they thought they were going to get excited for. And I just don't want people to be disappointed and either resent the property or be mad because it wasn't what they ended up wanting. Because if you, 
we, I mean, that's fair. That's why this. even before I was saying it's like we don't know what it is. Right, and um, that's that's why I've been trying. I've been trying to put out the like the the expectation fires. Like, all right, guys, temper your expectations, because I just don't want people to get all bent out of shape over expecting something and it just doesn't happen. Because a lot of people can be turned off of a franchise or a creator because they expected them to do something one way and it didn't happen that way. And they get angry and turn off, turn on at something, you know? I just, guys, with all types of media, your expectations are what sets whether or not you like it. If you have... If you have expectations and it meets or exceeds your expectations, you'll probably like it. If it doesn't meet your expectations, you will be disappointed and probably not like it. But if you have, if you temper your expectations to where they're low, not saying, oh, I enjoy any amount of garbage that people throw at my way, not saying that, but if you have realistic expectations for what you're going to see, then for the most part, you'll get enjoyment out of most of these things. You see, I, I definitely feel that, especially recently, because I recently saw the uh, second Sonic movie. And having seen the first movie, my expectations were, I just hope it's somewhere in that ballpark, and I hope they don't ruin any of the characters. Um, but without going into anything on that, uh, the movie was very enjoyable, and I liked it a lot. So, right. So definitely a case in point how... I'm not saying low expectations, but managed expectations are a exactly. good thing to have. Because if it had been bad, I wouldn't have been crushed. Right. But it was good, and it was very exciting. Right. Because you had low expectations, and it surpassed those expectations, so you were excited, and you had a fun time. So, managing expectations is a key thing that we all need to learn, and will help us remain positive. This PSA has been brought to you by AZ Podcast and Ultraman Podcast. That's right. Um, some more information. Um, by the time this is uploaded, it'll probably already be out, but from where we are, the ne- this coming up Friday is the season two of the Ultraman Netflix uh, anime. <laughs> now, time to go ahead and break the rule we just set, because I'm really excited for this. <laughs> oh. I am... As we've said, I have moderate expectations that I feel like I'm going to enjoy it, and I don't know anything else about it, except that there's going to be a lot of different characters in it because of promotional material. But other than that, I'm going to watch it, and it's going to happen. And that's my expectation for it. I just want so, out of it what I got out of the first one, which I wasn't expecting any type of story or any type of things to happen. I just wanted it to be good, and it was. So, yeah. I mean, and I think the animation style is still the same, right? So, it is. Um, I definitely, for the first one, it took me a while to get used to the animation. I'm still not super into the animation style. But that's what they're going for, so I'm just dealing with it. But when when it's when it's character speaking and there's dialogue and exposition and stuff like that, the animation is eh. 
But when they do the fight scenes, the the transformations, all of that stuff, the animation is top notch. It looks amazing. So I can, while it's not my favorite style of animation, that's what they went with. So I kind of just, you know, it's not my favorite animation, but I'm just going to put that aside so I can enjoy the story. And because of that, I really enjoyed this first season. So I'm just hoping for more of the same, you know, just enjoy it. And that's, I think it's going to be a fun time. So I'm looking forward to it. Here, here. Okay, so, but other than that, uh, what do we have left? I think everything else is kind of like old news at this point. Well, there's some old news. There's some new news. Um, it's mixed up, but that is what we have as far as Ultraman. The next thing we have, we have some miscellaneous news with Sentai, Power Rangers, a couple of other little things, and then we're going to end on the Common Rider news. As we always do. As we do. As we do. All right. The first thing we've got is... Um, a Power Rangers uh, headline. There was a Deadline exclusive interview or whatever. You know how journalists, they, they have like an exclusive or whatever. They put out a thing with uh, Jonathan Entwistle, who is... Jonathan Entwistle is the guy that is heading the new Power Rangers entertainment division, program, um, initiative, whatever word you want to throw in at right there. He, he's, they're trying to make him the Kevin Feige for the new Power Ranger stuff. And for so those like of us the who guy don't that's, know, what did he do already? What? For, for those of us who don't know, who is he? Like, what has he done already that we should care? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. Sorry. I didn't see much. Um, I'm not saying he doesn't have a resume, but they. It wasn't like, oh, I know this guy from this thing. I know this guy from this thing. I didn't recognize any of the stuff, but it's not like he's a. It's not like he hasn't done anything. I just didn't personally recognize any of it. But they're trying to make him kind of like the guy that's head of all this so that the movement or the, the, the entity, the project, the franchise has a united direction it's heading towards. And it's... They're trying to build their own Power Rangers cinematic universe, which... Take that with what you will. And this is still going to be separate MC... from the uh, other, uh, like, yeah, the other, like, live-action Power Ranger movie. Well, I guess they're all live-action. The other Power Ranger movie we got in a couple years ago that, I guess, didn't do so well. Uh, it's not based on that, though, right? Right. It's separate because um, Lionsgate owns the right to that, and they don't because this is going to be with... Um, Hasbro has their own production studio 
that like the power like the, the the transformer stuff comes through and i think that's like it's either paramount or um universal or it's one of them anyway it's it's not Lionsgate, so it's it's a different studio so it's they don't have the rights to that um but because of the MCU being so successful with the cinematic universe thing, everybody and their mother wants their own cinematic universe, and most of them have failed, except for the MCU. But they're going to try to do this by having a united front with both the movie franchise as well as the TV franchise. Um, they want to have, whether it's the same team or the same universe or whatever, whatever the TV ends up being, if the TV is live action or a cartoon or whatever, and of course the movies are going to be live action, whatever that ends up being, we don't know what that looks like we don't know what that's going to be we don't know if it's going to be based off of a previous team like being a reboot of mmpr or if it's going to be a completely brand new team brand new whatever and we don't know I don't, anything and you see i don't even know like if it seems to me i'll personally care about because a lot of like personally for me like ranger material that's been released or like being expounded upon i just don't want anything to do with it like i don't care for any of the comics and like i don't care for a lot of the like, the recent shows that they've made yeah. i feel like it's a lot of it's not for me type stuff well that's right it's not for us it's they're not making it for us they're making it for a younger audience but it's like for what they think a younger audience wants it's not well, the comics is for adults, and a lot of people are really, really enjoy it. I think you're in the minority of people not enjoying the comics. Not that you've read many of them, but you, you, you are not a fan of the comics, and and most people in our circles are a fan of the comics. What I mean is, like with the most recent Sentai adaptations. It feels like they're playing towards what they think kids like as opposed to what kids like. And it feels like they're talking down to kids as opposed to talking to kids like they're they're adults. Because kids don't want to be talking down to. They want to be talked to like they're a person. And if you talk down to them, they're not going to want to watch what you got going on. So, this is supposed to be, like, a, not targeted to the young person, but not, also not targeted, like, dark or gritty. They're trying to, like, hit that MCU Marvel movie area where it's enjoyed by families, people our age, people 20 years older than us, people right. 40 I mean, years older than us. It's really hard to and hit a catch-all. kids can watch but, it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And kids can watch it. You know what I mean? 
and uh, you're right, it is an extremely hard thing to do. But that's kind of what they're going for, you know? It's not trying to be too kiddie, and it's not trying to be too dark. So, other than just those vague terms and the fact that they've partnered with Netflix with it, other than those, we don't really know what this is going to be. And I am mainly excited to see what that is. I'm not necessarily excited for the project, because like I said, we don't know what it is. But I'm excited to see what that project is. Because it's intriguing to me that they're not going to be adapting a Sentai series. And that is what's interesting to me. Yeah. Because that's Although, what Power Rangers has always been. It That's true. So it is interesting to see that they're trying to do new stuff. I think I would be more okay with them doing a like their own thing wholly. And I think that's um, what they're going for. Honestly, I think but, that's what they're going for. And also, for. like a lot of like the newer Sentais, I would be interested to see how they would be adapted, but I feel like it'd also be a bit jank. Because like, a lot of the ones we've had recently, like they could probably do Kira Major just fine, but take um, Dawn Brothers, like what's right we're having right now, I don't think that would translate well. I don't think um, uh, Zenkaiger would translate well. But like, and right. I like I like Zenkaiger a lot. And then I don't think Q-Ranger would do well either. I think Q-Ranger would be the only one that they could actually do well and with. And I don't think Lupin Ranger and Pato Ranger would do well. Like, Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like, Clearly they'd have to change it some. But I really don't... I don't know. I don't feel like they would be able to do them justice or just like do them right, you know? Right. But that's what um, I'm also saying. Like, I've seen how they did Ryu Soldier. And, uh... <laughs> people people like Dino Fury. It's still not for me, but me and you, we love Go Busters, you know? But Beast Morphers is, like, you know? I think that's almost so, why I want them to do their own thing, because it's like, I can't see them, or I don't want to see them ruin the ones I enjoyed anymore. Like, well, it's like, for me, because before it's like always like, well, I watched Power Rangers like when I was a kid. So, right. It, I, they couldn't ruin Sentai for me because I didn't watch Sentai. I didn't know what it was. Right. And now I watch right. Sentai and I don't watch Power Rangers. And it's like, this is bad. Yeah. And I, I get it. It's not for me. It, for me, it's not that they're ruining it because I can still watch the Sentai and enjoy it. You know, it doesn't magically erase it. But. I just prefer the Sentai in most cases, and the and the Power Ranger seasons that I still enjoy are the ones I grew up on, you know. So there's that nostalgic bias towards it because I mean, that was what I was introduced with first. And I still get and that because like be, I went and I rewatched uh, Lightspeed Rescue recently, yeah, or somewhat recently, and I was able to watch through all of it, and I wasn't upset by it or anything. It's like this is good. This is still good. I like this. Yeah. And and that's recency bias. You know, it's what you saw first is the one that you like more. So, like, if you watch the Power Rangers season before you watch the Sentai season, you might like the Power Rangers season more because of that. Or vice versa, if you watch the Sentai first, you're going to like the Sentai more. Now, in my opinion, the Sentai are usually more, are usually better quality than the Power Ranger ones. In most cases, but that's my opinion. A lot of people may disagree with that. But with recency bias, it's it's the same argument as, like, sub versus dub, you know? 
if people like for an anime, if they watch the sub first or watch the dub first, that's usually the one they prefer. No, like I'm a big. Uh, that's like the like well, the big thing. I'm like definitely know better than anybody because I will definitely like watch both. Like not like watch. I mean both of the same show, but like I'll watch a sub or a dub. It just usually comes down to whichever one I was exposed to first is the one I want to watch. Exactly, but, like, and um, that's, that's like, recency bias. Yeah, and it's definitely like a. When I try, like, Demon Slayer, I love Demon Slayer, but then I tried to watch it the other day um, with my cousin, who was uh, who has been watching it in English, and I was like, I can't, uh, I can't do this, and so I we did something else. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but then, I like, uh, we watched ju- another anime, Jujutsu Kaisen, but we started that in English, and I thought it was fine. And um, then it came into the theater, and it's like, no... Uh, where you have to like wait the specific time to watch it in English again because I don't want to uh, watch the Japanese. I know I won't enjoy it as much. Right, and that that is that alone is what I think is the main factor in why people like one or the other for for Super Sentai and uh, Power Rangers. So. I am just glad to see them trying something new, and I might actually enjoy it again, because like you, I just watched Sentai, and even recently I haven't watched that much Sentai, but I prefer the Sentai over the Power Rangers, except for just a handful that I grew up on, but yeah, that that's all I gotta say about that, I'm just kinda excited to see what comes out of this. Yeah, like, I'll still probably give it a fair shot. More than likely what will happen is you'll hear about it first, and then you'll give it a fair shot, and then you'll be like, hey, come watch this, and I'm like, okay. Right. That's usually what happens. That's always what happens. (laughs) (laughs) So, moving along, I don't have a lot to say about this. I just wanted to mention it. Um, There is a book that just came out that's the Super Sentai... Toy History Book 45, and it's basically a book full of all of the Megazord's mecha, you know, robots of Super Sentai for the past 45 years. And it's broken down by season, and it has all of the the combinations, all of the transformations, and it even has images of the concept art that they drew for it before it became, before it went into production. And there's a lot of little things that are like lottery um, exclusives, or this was like a black and gold version that was for this one thing, and it's, it's a lot of little neat, cool things that you you might not see a lot of. But it's also just cool to have a book full of the the toys, you know? I, I just really yeah. enjoy it. And like and... you can also, by looking through it, you can see how like Zord design theory has changed over the years as well. Yeah, it and like definitely neat has. things like that. Of course. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, um, I highly recommend the book. Um, I don't think HLJ still has any on in stock, but Toe Collectibles might. I don't know. 
But if you if you go, it's probably on Amazon Japan. And if you set up an Amazon Japan account, you can you'll have to sign in with PayPal, I think. Unless PayPal doesn't work, then uh anyway, you're you're able to ship from Amazon Japan to the United States. So it is a purchasable option for people if you're interested in the book. And the rates aren't that bad. Like I've bought um, lots of writer gimmicks off of Amazon because sometimes they just sell out too quickly on HLJ. That's right. And I will That's stand right. behind HLJ as much as possible because I love that company and not because I'm sponsored by them, shameless plug. Um, but yeah, no, HLJ is like really great because like they do their private warehouse but still, like, sometimes, though, stuff just sells out. Like, they're still, like, it's hard to think about it because I use them so much, but they are a small business still, in a right. way. Right. And so, like, in, when it boils down to it, they're more of a middleman than anything. Right. So, and, you know, sometimes they just don't have many things. And then Amazon JP is definitely a good, it's like, they'll ship it to you safe. Usually it gets here pretty fast, and the shipping's a bit cheaper because it is still a branch of Amazon. <laughs> Right. So and um, it's not my just so y'all know. Just way. so y'all know. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, what I was think... saying was just so y'all know, it's Amazon.co.jp. Yeah. So I was like, so not my preferred way to get anything from Japan, but Agreed. it's but it's a very adequate way to get it that works but you're not dissatisfied with it is what i'll be saying it's a reliable resource it may not necessarily be the 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 cheapest but it's a reliable resource exactly yeah so i just wanted to mention that bring that to y'all's attention and uh basically recommend y'all pick it up if y'all can if you can find it for cheap um, by the way, the retail price is like 25 bucks, so don't spend more. Usually for me, personally, I look at it like whatever double plus 10 bucks for shipping, you know? So for this, I wouldn't spend more than 60 bucks. You get me? And that's including the shipping and middleman fees. That's That's my personal rule I do in my head whether I can decide oh this is marked up too much you know what I'm saying yeah and speaking of um also books that we can get uh that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for uh right I believe both the go ranger and the writer original manga omnibus things came out right they both came out and they're both you can get them at your local book retailer Hopefully. Your Barnes and Noble, your Books a Million, your um, I don't know any other second and Charles stores. Yeah, I don't know any other books uh, bookstores besides that. So whatever your local one is, I'm sure they can order it for you. Also, it's on Amazon, the regular Amazon, your your regular Amazon. So you you can get that from them, and it's like. I don't think they're more than 20 bucks a piece, something like that. The Go Ranger one is fairly short, but it's the length of like a normal thickness book. And it's pretty good. It's it's not bad. 
but it's kind of like you could tell it was written for a younger audience. So there's not a lot of depth to it. But it's fun, and it's a good read, and I recommend it. But the one, if you're only getting one, you have to buy the Common Rider one. It is so good. Um, There are chapters that absolutely blew me away. My favorite chapter is the second chapter. Um, and it's, like, super thick. Both of them are hardbound and are really nice quality. The paper's great. But the Common Rider one, it's... The way Ishinomori was able to portray movement and... Mwah. Like, Chef's visceral, like visceral energy. Dynamic, right? Exactly. Like, it's very dynamic. Have you ever, like, heard the saying, like, the pages feel alive? I think that's, like, yes. the best way to describe it. Yes, absolutely. Like, the there's, like, a visceral energy to it. And it might be four pages of one character falling. But it's a quick read because... Um, you know, manga is more about the motion and the the image as opposed to there's a lot, lot of action dialogue. shots. So exactly, like with Western comics, it's a lot more word balloons and it's a lot more dialogue heavy. But this is just you feel the motion and and as someone who's uh who's an artist, I'm I'm uh really rusty because I haven't done it in so long and I'm really trying to get back into it, but. I know how difficult it is to portray motion in a believable way in art. And, man, it is... I cannot recommend this book enough. And I don't want to keep complimenting it because I don't want to create your expectations too high and be, be disappointed... But ultimately just get it it's we've really enjoyed good. it and it's high on our recommendation list how about we leave it at that that is pretty much what i was going to leave it at but yeah it get it if you're only going to get one get the common rider one but i recommend both right, but moving on to like our last piece of let's just say um miscellaneous and also manga related media it's not even sentai yes so m moving on to a final piece of literature that is not it's not even toku but it was really good and it's getting a tv show so or an anime as uh we recently read the first edition of kaiju number eight so i guess it's still kind of tangential right yeah it's it's kind of genre related but it's not as you said it's not a tokusatsu it's a manga and it's a really new manga um, the second vol, I think they're like six or seven volumes deep in, in Japan. And the second volume was just released in English, like within the past week. And I have it, but I haven't read it yet. Oh, shoot. Um, I it came out. Yeah. I need yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have it. It, it, um, came out like last week. I haven't read it yet, but I'm super excited, um, to read it. And it's really good. And after uh, me and you were together the day I bought the first volume, and while I was driving, you pulled out 
the volume and just started reading it. And then I, we were going to watch something and I had to sit there and wait for you to finish reading the, the volume because you were just engrossed by it and wanted to finish it. I mean, it was really, really good. And I didn't know when I'd have the chance to finish it if I didn't do it then. Right. And then later I read it and kind of understood why, why you were pulled in by it. It was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And I said to you, man, I really hope they make an anime adaptation of this. And, and then guess what behold, we find out? Like, literally a week, I think, after... No, it wasn't even a week. I, I think, think it was the it was next just day. Three days. Yeah, like, within I the next few days. it was just, days. like, three days. Yeah, within yeah. three days or four days. Within the week, Less than a sure. week. Less than a week after we mentioned this, I... We found out that Toho Animation is going to do the Kaiju number eight anime adaptation, which if anyone deserves adapting uh, or adapting, that's the word, not adapting, adapting go. this um, manga, it's the people who created Godzilla and the Kaiju genre as we know it today. So yeah, uh, definitely if you get a chance, maybe uh, check it out, read the first chapter in a review somewhere. And uh, Kaiju number eight, I I like it. It's kaiju yeah. media, and it's it has a different approach. So if you're looking for something to read, and you've already read the Common Rider manga and the Go Ranger manga, and you're looking, f you got that itch for manga, and you're like, oh, these are really good. I want another good manga. Um. I recommend picking up the first volume. It's like 10 bucks, and it's like seven chapters or so. So it's the general, normal uh, manga length. So give it a shot. You know, I thought it was really good. And if you don't want to read it, maybe give the anime a shot when it comes out. It'll probably be a while. I don't know. I mean, they're already like, I think four editions deep in Japanese. Is that Another right? Another six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah, there's a bunch, but we're just now getting the second one. The thing is, right. they will, they'll probably do the Overlord thing where they release content at first that can, um, that'll go past where it is in English if they do make the anime, but then at some point the bu the books will catch up. Um, that's that's what I have the prediction they'll probably do. Well, Overlord is a light novel series, am I right? It's everything at this point. It has a m anime. It's but initially, initially, initially the, it was a light the, the novel series, thing. and the light okay. novel series, in my opinion, is the best way to get Overlord. Right. So, so what I'm saying though is, translating manga is a sh faster process than translating a novel. You get me? Yeah, no, I get you for sure. So I I don't think they're going to have to do that for for this, like what Overload uh, Overlord ended up doing. But speaking of manga, moving on on Stonebot Comics, which I've never heard of. Me neither. Honestly. Um, 
have gotten the rights to release the Kamen Rider Kuga manga for the first time with Eng English translation, which that's amazing. I can't wait to read that. Uh, I know you said I that it's get... not as good. The Kuga one? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read it, but a lot of the uh, folks in the writer circle I've spoken to who have read it, it's like, it's not the best. Um, like, as far as, like, the representation of, like, Kuga goes, you're definitely going to want to watch the show over reading it. But, you know, there is good uh, writer mangas, though, so hopefully it does open the door. Like, I would really like to see Kamen Rider Spirits, personally. I personally want to read the black manga. That's the one I'm most excited about. Because it's also written by Shotaro Ishinomori. And apparently it's got the same vibe as the original Kamen Rider manga. So I enjoyed the original Kamen Rider manga so much. I really want to read well, the, the vibe black manga. Because it's supposed to feel like that. Well, that makes a lot of sense because a lot of the original like Showa writers, they all kind of had the same vibe, you know? Right. Um, it's just that, uh, I mean, of course, there, there was differences between them, but there was a lot more like solid framework in that genre for the writer at the time. That's right. since, uh, really since Kuga happened. I mean, I guess because the, the biggest departure in that one is Amazon, but, uh, well... Amazon didn't do well, and that's a topic for another day. Right. But, yeah. No. Um, so, they yeah. also said... Now, I don't know if these are going to be, like, Western-style comics or if they're going to be manga. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. They just said comics, so I don't know what they mean by that. Um, but they're also planning to release original comics based on Kamen Rider Zero One. You see... I'm very interested in to what that means. <laughs> right. Especially since, like, uh, Zero One is a show that I was near and dear to me, and it got ruined by COVID. I agree. I say ruined. It well, got weakened by COVID. I still think it ended all right. Right. You can definitely see the seams. Uh, well, we've mentioned this before, but you, you can definitely see the seems that they had to stitch it together with due to covid a lot more than let's say like ultraman Z, which you can barely see the effects you know they they were able to deal with it a lot better precisely but yeah um, so i'm wondering like if i almost would hope that if they are doing it says original comics they would do like new zero one content like it's still the same thing but maybe they get to like actually tell and flesh out the story they wanted to, and they could do it unrestricted. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Western style comics or if it's going to be a manga. I don't know if it's going to be an adaptation of the show or if it's going to be original story. I don't know. I mean, it we, could. All, we don't know any of this stuff. It's all speculation at this point. So I don't really know where. I mean, it could even end up like the um, the double. Uh, manga where it was like new content that was like post show which would be new. yeah and that's supposed to be coming out too in yeah English. the Futo PI show right right and it's supposed to be getting a manga uh, an, an anime as well 
I'm hype. Um, yeah. I almost wish I was a voice actor because then I would try out to be uh, Shotaro. Right. Moving on, um, we also got some interesting releases coming from Media Blasters, which I've heard of them before. They're a smaller, um, I think they're smaller, but they 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 kind of make they kind of release the not major releases, kind of like how Mill Creek does. And they're they're they've teased that they've they're going to release U.S. physical releases of the Common Rider films, Common Rider J. Common Rider Zetoo or Zio, it's Zetoo, but the letters Zio. Shin Common Rider, um, that's the gross one, not the new Common Rider Shin. The and one then, where he's essentially just a mutated Bugman. Right, and then Common Rider the first and Common Rider the next. So all, they they plan to release all of these films. Uh, they didn't specify Blu-ray or DVD, but. We're supposed to be getting a physical release for the U.S. with these, which... I, I think it's more... interesting we're getting all the Showa movies, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's... It's not the Kamen Rider content I'm looking for, but any amount of it being released is a positive. I mean, it's definitely not the content I want either, uh, but it's definitely content I will purchase because hey right. if it does well and this is the bad stuff well i say bad the stuff that i don't want then hey then we'll get the stuff i do want maybe or at least consider did, it did you grab the blu-ray for um zero one yet oh my gosh i keep forgetting to do that uh no i haven't thank you for reminding me i'll have to do that when i eventually get money because i think it's 39 dollars on amazon right now Cool, I'll have to buy that when I get money. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But Swoose isn't poor, but Swoose has a budget. That's right. Um So that's the last bit of what I've got there, and I also kinda left a little time right here for in, in case you want to mention anything about Revice. Okay, so I haven't been keeping up. Like, I've been very busy lately, so I'm actually very behind on um, lots of things. Like, Dawn Brothers, I've only seen the first episode, and the reason why is not because I haven't been trying to give Dawn Brothers a fair chance. I didn't like the first episode, but that being said, honestly, since the second episode came out and later, I just haven't had time for superhero time. Like, I've been that busy lately, and it's been a couple weeks. I think they're, like, on episode five by now, aren't they? Right. Yeah, some something like that. Five, four or five or six, one of those. I don't even know. I'm just, I'm behind. <laughs> right, and we, we we haven't spoke about it, but Don Brothers is the follow-up to Zinkaiger. Now, um, as far as, like, Revice thus far from where I watched, um, I'm going to say... It's was well, it's not bad from the beginning, but it's a bit rough because uh, there's a lot of complaints about Vice for numerous reasons. But some people just think like just purely character wise, he's a bit o over the top and too much because it almost feels like they're trying to force a new Momotaros on us from Deno. Right. Um, they honestly though they they figure him out. They get they don't have the formula right to begin with, but it does get there. And f honestly, it it gets better. 
like I, like I was saying, like it's rough, but it's watchable, and then it gets good. I just think it's a bit unfortunate. It does take them a, a few more episodes than I'd like for them to actually get it right. That being right. said, the show has some very wonderful side characters. Like, it's almost more interesting for the side characters at first, I would say. Like, it's still worth watching it for, like, everybody else in it. Because I think they get nail everybody else great. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen any of it. But I'm, you know, just being involved in Toku Twitter and watch, uh, and paying attention to um, scans and whatnot. I'm, I'm aware tangentially of the general vibe of the show as well as like the toys and stuff that they they've got but i haven't watched any of the show and from my perception now take this with a grain of salt because you know with with um twitter you always get there's a specific amount of people you're you're looking at you know you're not so so there's a tendency of having like echo chambers of different of the same opinion, but from from what I've noticed, you either really love it or you really hate it. And there's a lot of people who really hate it, and then there's a lot of people who really love it. And I haven't really seen many lukewarm opinions on it. So my opinion's the most in the middle that you've seen so far. Exactly. <laughs> Which honestly happens a lot. That does happen quite like, a lot. Like I was the same way with Dino. Like another supposedly polarizing uh, writer, so I was like, eh. All right. Yeah. Like, I don't know how this keeps happening. It's like, oh no, people either love it or hate it. I think it's okay. And I'm not to say like he's like, oh well, do I just normally have in the middle opinions? I'm like, no, I don't. There are definitely certain ones that I get really excited for. Like, heck, right. I was just hyping up Zero One a second ago, and then I will definitely say I hated Saber. Right. Uh, so, that is, you're you're in the majority on that one. <laughs> yes, I'm aware I'm in the majority on that one, and there is a reason for that. But right. that that is for another time. That's right. Um. Well, that concludes basically what I've got uh, as far as news is concerned. Was there anything else you wanted to add in? Um. No, I don't think so. I mean, I've already shamelessly plugged myself. Right. <laughs> no, but uh, no, not really. I don't think there's any like Toku related news that I know of that has come up that we didn't cover. So, right. Well, I guess there was one thing that it's kind of old news now. Like the O's movie came and went. Right. But that's like, well, that's really whatever. Neither of us have seen it, and it's we kind of missed the whole ballpark on that one. But hey, I mean, it's there. So if right. y'all didn't know. Those got a tenth anniversary movie, so yeah, that's right. But other things like I mean, I guess it's worth mentioning. And other than that, no, not really. Right, right. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for joining me with another episode of this. Um, yes, and thank you to our wonderful audience for joining us for these past few minutes to talk about things in the world of Ultraman and other Tokusatsu. I've definitely missed it. Um. With everything that's been going on, um, I haven't been able to record, but I've been missing it, and I'm just glad to be back doing this, and I hope that we can keep up a at least somewhat regular schedule, you know? 
Yeah, I'm ready give for or, the give or take a week or two. But if we can have at least some form of regular schedule, we can continue to build this uh, podcast. Um, we actually were building the podcast quite quite well right before my unfortunate unintentional hiatus. <laughs> um, and yeah, our growth has pretty much died at this point. So we're trying to yeah. So we're pretty much starting from square it, you know, one again. But hey, you know, get get that momentum built up again, and maybe we can get this ball rolling to some. So really yeah, cool everyone. Stuff. So that no, everyone like slap that bell, ring that dingling, uh, tell your friends because we're not dead. A to Z is alive, brand right. new, new form. Not really. That's right. But, not really, uh, but. <laughs> We'll eventually get there, but we're still trying to figure this thing out. Um, we're, we're currently driving a car where the wheels aren't attached, and we're having to throw the wheels from left to right on each side of the car just to keep getting down the road. Um, we're driving a car where we're steering it with a rowboat or. That's right. Luckily, so, right now we're downhill, so we go faster. <laughs> that's right. Um, so... Go ahead and like us on um, on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, follow us on Twitter. And um, I haven't asked it about this at any point, but if you, uh, I, I found out that if you give us uh, a five star review on whatever platform you review podcasts, that apparently helps getting the podcast in front of more viewers so um if you review the podcast that tells yeah, the ahead. algorithm just that uh, give us a little five star rating people... maybe a little a short little it's good we liked it i like the part right. where they talk about lots of stuff that's not common i mean not ultraman <laughs> yeah and that tends to happen a lot especially with these episodes um but yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for being there. And we hope to be back more recent than the last time. So, yes, um, we're going to try to go back to our monthly schedule, though. Like, I don't like I mentioned a daily schedule before, which was a joke, but our more manageable monthly schedule, I think, right? That's what we're going to aim for, and it might not be, like, every four weeks. It might be five weeks, six weeks, just depending on our schedules. But we're trying our best to make it more more regular uh, in the future. Uh, we're making our podcast eat Fiber One bars. It's got to get more regular. Boo. <laughs> Poo. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, did you have anything you wanted to uh send us out on? Um, let's see here. Our heart goes out to those of you struggling and just know that no matter what happens, your two Toku guys down here are pulling for you. And you will make it through, and we believe in you. That's right. And be sure to watch out for the next one.